At the best of times, healthcare can prove challenging to deliver. While demand continues to steadily increase, resourcing may not be able to move at the same pace. And that is where clinical innovation comes in. Looking at things from a different angle, investing in new technology, or supporting the workforce to work at their fullest scope, these projects are the heart and soul of the theme, Solving the Puzzle. Afternoon all, I'm Caitlin Hardman. And I'm Will Timosamy. And today we're going to present our work and insights on antipsychotic prescribing in people admitted to hospital with dementia or delirium. To meet the needs of our diverse communities, we need to provide care based on a person-centred philosophy. Person-centred care is a holistic and integrative approach designed to maintain well-being and quality of life for people living with dementia. Let's start with a unique insight from a person living with dementia and the impact that psychotropic medications can have. If someone is behaving or expressing something that's not to your social expectations or to your taste, medication is probably the most cruel thing that you can do to that person. It makes you feel more frightened because if your mind is scrambled and it feels like there's a flock of seagulls going around your head and all of a sudden someone is saying, well, here, let's pop some more seagulls on. Let's make you more confused. Like, how, who is this helping? It's, it's not helping us. You could be kind and compassionate and try to think, what might that pain be that that person is expressing? Is it physical? Is it emotional? How can we help them to maybe come to some peace with themselves? Let's look at some other ways. What a moving patient's perspective and a real insight for all the clinicians here today. People with either dementia or delirium have increased vulnerability for aggression, agitation, and sleep disturbance. Although management with non-pharmacological strategies is recommended, clinicians commonly prescribe antipsychotics first line, despite a high adverse effect burden and a limited effectiveness. So, Caitlin, I mean, if you're going to try to treat one of these patients, does it really make a difference whether you use medication or non-pharmacological interventions, like if the result is the same? Well, well, yes, it's a huge difference. The use of antipsychotics as chemical restraint for dementia or delirium increases the risk of falls, cognitive decline, stroke and death. The Queensland Cognitive Impairment Management Toolkit states that when prescribing antipsychotics, patient response should be monitored regularly, geriatricians consulted when possible, and there should be a documented discharge plan to guide ongoing review and deprescribing. Much focus has been directed at the use of antipsychotics in residential aged care facilities, highlighted by the Royal Commission into Aged Care, Quality and Safety. There were several testimonies of people or residents taking these medications for several years, not the three-month recommended time frame for people with dementia. Yet several re a few researchers have examined prescribing practices of antipsychotics within the hospital setting. So if we look at the slide, which is just over here, we can see the blue dotted line which shows the stage that the patients actually enter residential aged care facilities. The orange line and the grey line indicate the proportion of these patients who are actually on antipsychotics. 
And as you can see, the orange line vastly increases before they get into residential aged care. So it's not just a problem in aged care, it's a problem that's actually getting started beforehand. But in saying that, Caitlin, what sort of evidence is there for antipsychotic use in hospitals? Yeah, well, there's lots of emerging evidence to suggest that hospitals may be contributing to this problem, as people may be receiving antipsychotics here for the first time before moving into residential aged care facilities. Our research aimed to investigate the antipsychotic prescribing in people with dementia or delirium on admission, during their hospital stay, and upon discharge at a large regional hospital in Queensland. So, Will, how did we do this? So, basically, we looked at 141 patients in Ipswich Hospital who were taking antipsychotics. Um, they were aged 65 years or older or 45 years or older for Aboriginal peoples and they weren't, that didn't have any severe mental illness. So there was no other reason why they would be on antipsychotics. And basically what we found is that over a third of people were already taking antipsychotics prior to their admission to hospital. Now what that tells us is there is a high use of antipsychotic use not just in, resident, not just in residential aged care facilities but also in the community in general. And what's worse is that over the 141 people that were included in the study, 103 people were prescribed a new antipsychotic treatment during their stay. Wow. So it does appear that, like residential aged care facilities, hospitals are an area where inappropriate prescribing of antipsychotics can be reduced. Professional guidelines, including the Queensland Cognitive Impairment Management Toolkit, recommend that antipsychotics should only be used when non-pharmacological interventions have failed or if the person is at immediate risk of harm to themselves or others. Did the study look at non-pharmacological approaches to care? We did. We definitely looked at that. And once again, the results weren't fantastic. So basically what we found was that in over half of the patients, they didn't have any documented evidence of non-pharmacological treatments, or in patients who had documented delirium, there was no evidence of the treatment of the underlying causes of delirium. Now what this basically indicates to us is that clinicians may be using antipsychotic medicines as their first-line treatment instead of non-pharmacological options. Now in addition to this, only 29% had documentation of a review of the antipsychotic treatment during their admission. So, Caitlin, what should we be doing in these instances? How should we be reviewing these patients or treating them effectively? Best practice guidelines state that when prescribing antipsychotics, patient response should be monitored regularly, geriatricians consulted for treatment reduction or cessation. Now, transitions of care are high risk for medication misadventure. Was there evidence of documented discharge planning for the ongoing review and deprescribing of these antipsychotics? So that was another thing that we looked at. And then if you see, look at the slide there, it shows that we had about 68 patients who have, were taking antipsychotics on discharge. But of those 68 patients, only six had a documented plan to go home with on discharge or any sort of documented communication with other healthcare providers. Now, this is a bit of a problem because we already know that in medication use in general, transition of care is a high-risk period, and not sort of addressing this in this area is basically increases the risk as well. So this is a big problem, Caitlin. Are, are there any tools out there that we can use, I guess, to help us out in this area? Yeah, well, interestingly enough, NPS Medicine Wise has developed a tool um, for reviewing and tapering the antipsychotic medicines for patients experiencing changed behaviours of dementia. 
This tool was developed to assist patients with long-term prescribing in a community or residential aged care facility. However, the use of the tool to facilitate multidisciplinary review of antipsychotic medicines for patients experiencing these changed behaviours of dementia, including advice on how and when to taper, can reduce the unnecessary antipsychotic prescribing. Okay, so that looks really good for a tool that we can use in a discharge setting. But what about the patients who are inpatients actually within hospital? Are there any tools out there that can help us in that area? Unfortunately not. Currently there's no fit for purpose tool within the acute care setting to record antipsychotic details on discharge. One is being developed by the um, Royal Commission for Residential Aged Care Facilities. However, our future focus is to integrate a compulsory antipsychotic therapy checklist at transitions of care to help increase patient safety and improve antipsychotic stewardship. So, we'll, to sum it up, what does this all mean? So basically, this study has shown that hospitals are an area where inappropriate prescribing of antipsychotics can be reduced. As described at the slide at the start of the presentation, the problem isn't just in the residential aged care facilities, but it actually can start beforehand. And the study may show that hospitals may be one of the areas that is actually contributing to this problem. We need to look at interventions in the acute setting that will focus on ensuring appropriate use of these medicines. So what would these interventions look like? So if we look up on the slide there, probably our number one interventional area that we should focus on is definitely making sure that we're attempting non-pharmacological, person-centred psychosocial interventions as first-line therapy. Now, keeping in line with that, we want to limit prescribing as much as possible. We don't want to be turning to these medications as first-line treatment. But when we do prescribe them, we want to make sure that we're reviewing them frequently. We want to use the lowest dose of the medicines for the shortest time possible. And although we want de-prescribing to occur definitely before the 12-week period, we can de-prescribe at every opportunity. We should, always be looking at, we should always be looking at circumstances where we can get these patients off these medicines. And then finally, one of the major things that this study, I guess, brought out was the fact that we're not doing a great job on discharge. So perhaps mandating antipsychotic discharge plans where we have documented a plan on discharge for these patients so that they have a plan of review and a plan to um, reduce them so that they come off these medications. But um, Caitlin, these are all sort of clinician-based interventions. How about uh, on a system or what can organisations do? As Queensland Health is expanding the digital platform with the integrated electronic medical record across the public hospital systems, we need to leverage on this electronic prescribing software with the integrated clinical decision support tools and enforcement or nudging functions on prescribing behaviour to ensure the judicious use of antipsychotics. We can all reduce antipsychotic use. Thank, Thank you. you. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook, Twitter or Instagram and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.